Amy Fass. I'm the CEO and Executive Director of Shoes That Fit. So what inspired you to join the nonprofit sector? You know, it's funny. I never really thought about it, but my whole life has really been in the nonprofit sector. Um, I was very involved in my church uh, growing up, actually. Thought that that might be a career path I took. Actually ended up in higher working in higher education, which I loved. Um, and thought I would stay in that sector, not really thinking of it as nonprofit per se, but when my daughter was born, I wanted to take some time off and I started doing consulting with nonprofits. And that's really what kind of caught me, I think, seeing um, the difficulties and the potential in the nonprofit world. When did you get involved with Shoes That Fit? Actually, um, I had known about it because it started here in Claremont, California. So I, I was familiar with it. I thought it was a nice little local organization, to be honest. I didn't realize its national spread. And I did some consulting with them, actually, early on. Um, knew the executive director and came in as they were facing some real challenges, I think, with the board and with some of their own growth plans. Um, they had grown kind of unevenly. And that's when I really got kind of a look under the hood and saw the potential of this organization. Can you tell me about the mission of Shoes That Fit? Yeah, the mission is really simple and very concrete, which is what I think people love about it. Our goal is to remove just a really basic barrier to success for kids by providing them with brand new athletic shoes um, so that they can go to school and learn, play, and thrive. We really focus on the child's dignity um, and, the, and their self-esteem. Um, so we want, it, we want them to have good shoes. Um, most of our shoes are name brand. We want them to fit in with their peers and, and feel invested in and good about themselves. I think about shoes that are just really powerful. I, mean, I think even as adults, we know what it feels like when you get these shoes. There's something, unlike other pieces of clothing, there's something about shoes that just, maybe because they're grounding, I'm not sure what it is. And there's a cool factor to shoes. I mean, kids know shoes. They love shoes. So shoes are also one of the most expensive items for families yeah. to provide. So there are lots of families that are struggling. I know even in my middle-class family growing up, um, we didn't have a lot of money, and I didn't always have the latest, newest shoes, you know, coming out. I was not one of those kind of cool kids. So you know what it feels like for these kids who sometimes are sharing shoes with other family members um, who are wearing shoes that are just really inappropriate, falling apart, to feel, you know, we always talk about investing in these kids, but they really are our future. It's never about need. It's always about them deserving good right. quality things that excite them. So seeing the kids light up is, is just everything. Oftentimes they, they take off their old shoes and they put on the new shoes. They do one or two things. They either start running around or they start kind of showing off and dancing. One or the other, but they they just feel such excitement and pride and joy. It's, it's just it's a delight. I know about 15 years ago, I when buying like running shoes, they're probably 50, 60 bucks. And yeah. now the last one I bought a few months ago is like 170 bucks. Yeah. Yeah. And, we're, you know, our goal isn't to have kids have the most expensive shoes out there. It's right. not that. We just want them to have good quality shoes that they can feel proud of. Um, and shoes are expensive. Good shoes are really expensive. And that's our mission. How does it affect the kid's confidence level? Well, the number one thing that the teachers tell us um, is that it improves their self-esteem and their confidence. So they're, they're the two things. I think when you see kids put on these new shoes, they stand up taller. Kids who are living in, you know, kind of low-income circumstances, you know, in poverty, um, often tend to hide on the sidelines. They don't want to be called out. You know, if you're wearing shoes that are falling apart, you're not going to be the fastest runner. 
in PE, you may not even want to run at all because you don't want people to see your feet. Right. Uh, it's there's just a lot of hiding, a lot of shame that kids feel. So I think it just it just really removes a very basic barrier. It's you know poverty, child poverty is a really complicated situation. I don't know anybody who's really figured out how to solve it, but this is a very I think a very kind of vital piece of the puzzle and one that not many people know how to address very well. What have you learned uh, from the kids that you've helped? Um, I, well, a number of things. I, I really do believe these kids are our future and that we should never, ever limit them in terms of what their goals are and what they're going to bring to this very complicated world that we live in. So I would say never, never underestimate these kids. Um, they are resilient. They are strong. They have great senses of humor. And I just love seeing seeing these kids blossom. I mean, it's just, it's really exciting. And, you know, we see it mainly uh, for the notes. We, we collect thank you notes from the kids. It's not a requirement, but the teachers often want, want them to do that. And the things they say are just, I mean, they'll crack you up, but they'll also break your heart. Um, right. So these kids have been through really um, trying times and their resiliency is, is just amazing, as is their humor um, and their, their kind of sense of their own glamour and uniqueness. It's just, it's really, it's really, it's lovely to see kids before the weight of society. It's just totally burdening them down. So I, that's, that's what we want to invest in. So when you started with uh, Choose That Fit, did you think it would have the impact as it does all across the country? Yeah, so when I started, we were we had already grown nationally, but very unevenly. Um, so we have you know something in this state and then nothing in that state. But I think the potential I, I did see the potential when I started working here. It's why I took the job. It's not I never thought that I would end up running a nonprofit like this. That was not one of my life goals at all. But when I saw the potential and what the impact of something so simple could have on kids, um, to me it just made sense uh, that. And I think our partners, it's really interesting. One of the places that we found um, some real headway has been with NBA players. Um, and one of the things that an agent early on told me is that a lot of those players that we see, you'll see them when they retire, they often have a limp or, you know, they, you think right. that they've their bodies have been beaten up. And she said nine times out of 10, it's their feet. They were large kids growing up, most of them, to be in the NBA. You've got to be pretty big. Um, off, many of them came from low-income families, really hard to find shoes that even fit them. Um, and she said nine times out of ten, they have they have feet problems, which is why I think so many of the players have really um, realized that this is something that they can, a way they can really make a difference in kids' lives. And then when you pl- bring a player to a school, to me, that is just the ultimate because the kids go nuts. Oh, and on the flip side, the players just have a great time. It's like their kids again, just playing with it. It's, it's just wonderful to see that connection happen. Can you tell me one of those stories with uh, the players coming in? Actually, one of my favorite stories is with a coach. Um, Greg Popovich has been a big supporters of ours. And for those of you who know Popovich, he, his, um, he's not known for his like warmth <laughs> of <laughs> he personality. Not. He's a straight shooter. He's really fun. So we've done several deliveries with him, but I remember one of the very first one we did. He came in and he brought, um, uh, I'm trying to remember, uh, Devante uh, with him. Um, of course, wherever he goes, you know, there, there's a kind of a pool of media following okay. him. They go in, we do, I think they had the cheerleaders there too. We did this whole like thing with the entire school and it was great. And he was going around trying on kids. The media was following them. They kept running to get a picture of him, and he wanted nothing to do with them. He was just going to put the shoes on. And finally, his people pulled him outside. 
to go. <laughs> I walked out with them and they turned around and said, no, I'm going back in there. It's much more fun. And he just went back in and spent like another hour just helping kids try on shoes, talking to them about, you know, he's a, he's an Air Force guy. He's yeah. Talking to them about discipline and what happens when you show up in school and, you know, what it takes to be great. And um, it was, it was just a wonderful afternoon, but he had so much fun with kids. And we, we see that um, the, the players really, you know, most people who go just, they have a good time with the kids. That's and the amazing. kids love, I think it's just great for them to see this room full of people who are, who are there because of them investing in them and saying, you know what, you're, you're important. You're valuable. You deserve this. Yeah. And that does the world a difference. In yeah. The kids eye. yeah. 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 So that's, you know, it's a, it's a feel good mission. Um, I, I say it's the most simple mission, but with the most complicated <laughs> execution that I've ever seen. Um, the, the contrast between the two, because shoes are complicated. Um, you know, we get, we don't go in and say, these are the shoes we have. We go into a school and say, okay, who needs shoes? If it's not a whole school delivery, the teachers identify the kids most in need. And then we have, we find those sizes. We, we make sure that kid, I don't care if we give them a pair of shoes that maybe didn't fit for some reason. Nike's run narrow, others, you know, shoes, different brands run differently. We send them back out. We measure them and get them a size because we're about the kids. That's our secret sauce is we're not about the shoes. We're about the kids. But shoes are something that's really important to them. So where do you want to see the organization in the next three to five years? So we're kind of in a campaign right now. I think we've grown to the point where we're getting some of the shoe companies' um, attention. So our campaign right now is to have shoe companies come alongside us and help us solve this problem. Um, we realized it's scary. You know, we're, I'm really proud that we helped 150,000 kids last year, but there are 12 million kids in poverty. So we got a, a ways to go. And my goal is to reach, I don't think any child in the United States should be in a position where they can't go to school in good athletic shoes so that they can participate in PE and they can show up and feel good about themselves. But it's going to take, um, it's going to take a lot of work to get there. So we're talking to different shoe companies. This is the first year we've been able to buy Nikes um, apps actually below cost through our campaign with Nordstrom. They're actually selling directly to us. We're looking for a combination of donated product as well as um, the ability to purchase, but at steep discounts. Um, so that we can fill this need. So that has all sorts of logistics um, components to it. We're looking at opening a much larger warehouse in LA since we're here in Southern California that can service, we can start just with the homeless population in LA, homeless kids, make sure we can meet all of their needs first and then expand from there. And I'd like to see us having regional um, uh, distribution centers like that so that we can reach kids. I love the whole school deliveries. They're fun. They're powerful. They're impactful. But in terms of, and I never want to let go of that, but in terms of scaling, I want kids to have shoes when they need them, not just once a year, not just when there's an event that teachers can come to us anytime. Uh, we're able to do that in the area that we are now, and I'd like to expand that nationally. Yeah, 